This is a HeadGum Podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? We're we're remote again, unexpectedly. We're, we're remote unexpectedly. Hey, for good reason, for great reason, for a <laughs> terrible reason. I was infected with the COVID-19 virus. Oh, no. You yeah, it sucks. Tom, nobody tells you that it sucks to get COVID. It does suck. You know what I thought after I had uh, COVID uh, for like a couple of days? I thought this this coronavirus isn't so novel anymore. I'm I'm kind of getting mm. tired of it. Yeah. I mean, for the first day or so, I was like, eh, this is something new. <laughs> yeah, right. This is pretty novel. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, after those first couple of days, it's like enough already. Enough, enough. I get Look, it. I get it. Something's trying to kill me from within. Are you foolish like me mm-hmm. when you're like, I'll just be one of those guys that gets no symptoms? <laughs> um, Not really, because the way I knew I had it was uh, from symptoms. Yeah. No, I mean, same here. But uh, I always assumed it was coming from Oh, like for before me. you got it. Yeah, and be like, oh, I'm going to be one of those guys and it's going to stink because it's going to be like, well, I have to stay home <laughs> even though I've just had a runny nose for five minutes one day. Yeah, and I, um, I'd, otherwise I'd be fit as a fiddle, could run a marathon today. Yeah, and I don't know why I think that like I'm not a generally sickly person. <laughs> right, when you're notoriously a very sickly man. I'm just uh, uh, hobbling around, going. Oh, yeah, very, oh, very uh, pale, very frail. Uh, you sometimes pale you know, and frail. That's what they call me. <laughs> you, you're you're notorious for having fainting spells. Yeah, I mean that's more my disposition of just I'm I'm very easily offended. Yeah, well, go, and, and oh you- my word. <laughs> That's not a physical thing. That's an emotional thing. And you like the uh, the smell of smelling salts, and it's a good excuse to get a couple of whiffs in. Man, I got I got the hunger for that smell, and uh, (laughs) I crave it. I crave it all day, every day. You ever uh, smell smelling salts? No. What is it? Is it like a like fart spray or stink bombs? It's just like very very strong smell. I think I've only I smelled it once from a distance, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't want to get too close because uh, if if you're not knocked out then it puts you into a a, 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 a state of hyper awareness right yeah then then they need to give you a shot to calm you down or something yeah you start seeing too much the fabric <laughs> of the world starts slipping away um i like growing up i thought Based on like TV shows, like a lot more people carried smelling salts around than is uh, actually the case in the real world. I think. Yeah, I think it's just baseball umpires <laughs> and just the home plate umpire at that. <laughs> right, it's too dangerous for all the umpires to have it. Yeah, especially that lot. Yeah, they're uh, who knows what they'd do with that. Yeah, it, it, 
with the with the hot foots and all that, you know, baseball's <laughs> notorious for pranks. Hot foots, uh, the hidden ball trick. Yeah, I think it's funny that baseball's like notorious for uh, like dugout pranks because uh, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> that like uh, yeah. the, the of, you have to understand of course the players get bored during the game and, and have to uh find other ways to entertain themselves yeah you know i don't think like people are uh, like oh the baseball is america's pastime but it's so boring that's why nobody does it anymore i think that just shows how uh life has changed where like the official country sport was just like, yeah, we sit around and we're bored most of the time. I think that was like life for a while. Yeah. Where it's just like, you just sit around and you're bored once in a while, like most of the time. <laughs> right. Um, and that's cool. And I kind of wish that was the case. Well, yeah, like, uh, you know, baseball, yeah, it's kind of boring, but uh, compared to the rest of life, it's uh, pretty exciting. Yeah. But not, I mean, not marginally anymore. Marginally more exciting. Yeah. Now life is Tom, I've been in a basement uh quarantined for uh-huh. this is day nine, I guess. Okay. Maybe um <laughs> Do you know have they blacked out the windows? Are you aware of uh the, the passage it's of time? Wild, Tom. It's it's felt like I've been I felt like I've been down here for uh years of my life. Uh-huh. And simultaneously it feels like uh t- I came down here for the first time twenty minutes ago. I have no concept of what's going on. Um well, hopefully, thank God for the internet. Hopefully there's some uh like old mannequins down there that you've been able to dress up and uh make into <laughs> a new family or Yeah, I got a whole new life down here, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to brag, but it's pretty sweet down here. <laughs> I got two. I got two uh, ladies vying for my attention. <laughs> ladies, ladies, there's enough to go around. <laughs> Relax. They're both wearing uh, like dresses from the 1930s. Tom, if it wasn't for streaming services, mm-hmm. I think I would have lost my mind. Because what am I going to do? Like read books for a week? Yeah, I've, come on. Were you a, read... a professor? I'm not a professor. Some yeah. sort of basement professor. Um, <laughs> yeah, you could have been working on your manifesto this whole time. Oh, uh, it's all up here, Tom. I got it. Uh, <laughs> it's all, it's all going to come out one day in a long stream of consciousness. <laughs> Probably on this show. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess you do have the perfect outlet for it. Yeah, give me another week, Tom, and it'll all come <laughs> spilling out. I won't be able to get a word in edgewise. Um, Tom... You watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, that really runs the gamut. There's good stuff and there's bad stuff. But yeah. at some point, when you watch a lot of YouTube, you're just like, well, this 28-minute video is pretty bad, but I'll stick it through. What else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, I realized the other day, because I was like, oh, I don't, I didn't ask you, but I was like, oh, I don't know like how sick Tim is exactly. I don't know if he's working or not. And we were talking about uh, Elon Musk, and uh, yeah. I sent you a link. I was like, ah, oh, this is like a good documentary about like you know the the truth about him what a great man he is and uh <laughs> but, he's gonna solve all humanity's problems he's the real life iron man i know tom but uh it was like a 45 minute uh documentary and i sent it to you it's like yeah for you to watch sometime and then like i don't hear from you for 45 minutes and then i just get a message back like that was good 
It's like, hey, why? I didn't watch that whole thing. It's too long. Yeah. Nah, I watched it. I'll yeah. watch anything. I watched this whole video by some guy who's like a video essay. This guy mm-hmm. uh, fancies yeah. himself a video essayist. Um, and it was all about how on sitcoms, laugh tracks are bad. Yeah. All right. And it, the whole thing was like, it's insulting. Mm-hmm. They're telling you how to how when to laugh. And I was like, yeah, you know, people have been saying that since you know, <laughs> before I was born. Yeah. But yeah, you put that on the internet. Um, and then he, uh, he was like, also, it's the flow of uh, conversation. It's not like like me and my friends, we don't talk this way. Uh-huh. And like that was his premise. And yeah. he just said that <laughs> different ways for like, <laughs> like 33 minutes. He was like, um, uh, also like plays and musicals. When I'm talking to my friends, we don't all just face a wall. Exactly. And that, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, yeah, sitcom. And like I became very fiercely... Uh, uh, defensive of the sitcoms, and why are, why are these people enunciating and projecting their voices so much? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's it's make believe. Yeah, we're we're watching a make believe thing. It's fine if everything sounded like uh, we all talk to our friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, the world would be dumb. Yeah, it would sound like this podcast. Everybody'd hate it. Yeah, wouldn't be as smart as an episode <laughs> of Who's the Boss. <laughs> Exactly. That's the kind of that's what we aspire to one day. Some Tony and Angela level of banter. Yeah. And what what's so wrong about being told when to laugh? Sometimes it's nice to just have somebody else be in charge. Yeah, at least guiding you ha- to the handling laugh. all the, the thinking for you. Yeah. They, and I got news for you. When when Mona says one of her dirty things, <laughs> I don't need the laugh ta- track to tell me I should be laughing. I'm laughing already. That's a reflex. Yeah. Old lady saying dirty things. It, it never gets old. Never gets old. Unlike the ladies. Yeah. Well, you know. But what Mona showed us is that you can always put a fresh face on an old face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tim, I was I was reading. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, Elon Musk, I guess kind of was reading uh, yeah. this news story earlier about a man named Grimes. Did you know there are men named Grimes now too? Ah, uh, well, what it's, a world! Hey, it, <laughs> that's uh, PC culture run amok, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, it's his last name, but it's this guy. He was uh, he fell off a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. And they, they saved I don't mean him. to laugh, but uh, hey, stay on the cruise ship. What was he trying to... I bet he was pulling some Leo and Titanic stuff, right? Well, here, here let me let me read a little of this to you. It is from uh, the New York Post. Uh, I like this wacky news segment that we're putting <laughs> at the top of that. We should do this every week. Make a note. Uh, an Alabama man fell off a Carnival cruise ship and miraculously... Alabama name, <laughs> man named Grimes. <laughs> Uh, survived nearly 20 hours treading water and says he fought wow. off what he feared was a shark and ate floating bamboo as he tried to stay alive. Wow. But listen to this part. James Michael Grimes told ABC News on Friday that he has no idea how he fell off the Carnival Valor ship and plunged into the shark-infested waters of the Gulf of Mexico the night of November 23rd. 
The 28-year-old couldn't recall how many drinks he had had in the lead-up but denied being drunk, insisting the last thing he remembered was winning an air guitar contest in one of the ship lounges. <laughs> yeah, no, totally stone-cold sober. I don't remember how much I had to drink, but I assure you I was not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have been that. I couldn't have been drunk. I uh, was uh, sober enough to win an air guitar contest. <laughs> yeah, an air, uh, the type of contest where I guess like really the thing you need to win the most is to just have like no self awareness, no self consciousness. Yeah. You know, just really go for it. Complete lack of shame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next thing I know, I regained consciousness. I was in the water with no boat in sight. Jeez, that would be terrifying, though. Yeah. Uh, hey, we salute you, Jimmy Grimes. <laughs> oh, and also, like, uh, uh, nobody realized he was missing for 12 hours. Was Jimmy Grimes on this cruise alone? <laughs> no, he was with 18 family members. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know, th there's a tipping point. We learned this from Home Alone. Oh, yeah, At we're some point, too many. You know, if, if you have your immediate family, four or five people... Yeah, once missing, you're going to notice. Yeah. But, like, it gets to a point where it's like, eh, you know, you one falls overboard, one gets left in the attic. <laughs> you think maybe uh, there was some other cruise ship passenger who was wearing a similar hat to him when they were doing <laughs> sure. the count? I'm sure there were a lot of cruise ship uh, passengers dressed like Jimmy Grimes. <laughs> also, I find it really funny that uh, he found floating bamboo and was eating that. Where it's like, buddy, dying of starvation is the last thing you got to worry about here. <laughs> oh, and you're treading water for 20 hours. I guess he could have done the back float yeah. for a little bit. And it, it's also funny because, like, the Coast Guard... Um, you know, they, they, I guess like they don't want to shit talk somebody that almost died, right. but they like put out a statement where it's basically like, uh, look, people don't just fall off these boats. All right. <laughs> they said cruise ships have safety barriers in all public areas that are regulated by U.S. Coast Guard standards that prevent a guest from falling over. Guests should never climb up on the rails. The only way to go overboard is to purposely climb up and over the safety barriers. So, like, look, we're not going to comment on how this happened to this young man, but we are going to say this. <laughs> that, uh, basically, we hey. don't we don't believe him. Yeah, it's an epic clapback from the from the Coast Guard, Tom. I, you know, Tim, I never get tired when the Coast Guard claps back on uh, <laughs> drowning victims. <laughs> Now, Tim, uh, this week we're we're doing. This is actually a repeat episode. Oh, I hate reruns. <laughs> I hate them almost as much as I hate laugh tracks. Well, we've 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 moved around all the laugh tracks. They're in different places this time. But uh, we is did there the, a we, podcast with a consistent laugh track. Oh, I don't know. Like, uh, when they put uh, a laugh track on Scooby Doo for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did Scooby Doo uh, and the Flintstones too? It's like, well, it made me feel it made me feel like a grown up watching them actually. <laughs> I liked it. But it's like, what am I supposed to believe here? That they're drawing <laughs> this in front of people or that they brought in a bunch of people to just watch this on TV like I am? Mm -hmm. I just thought they were filming 
real life. Right. I didn't I didn't pick up on the the fact that the cartoons were drawing like uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit style. That there was exactly. a, a Toon Town somewhere. And why not? Yeah, that's a great sounding cough you got there. It sounds like you're almost Thank over you. it. Yeah, everything's going great. Um, I for the listener, I took the microphone away from from my mouth, so you might not have heard it as oh, intensely okay. as Tom did. Um, I so uh, we did this episode in 2011, Tim. Or no, right? Yes, 2011. Yeah. Well, you're saying it like we're about to throw to a rerun, which we're not. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this topic we're, in 2011. We're, well, I'm saying we it were, like we're gonna throw to a, a rerun, but we're probably gonna say mostly the same things. Tom, mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't gained smarter things to say in the last 11 years. No, if anything, I, we've we've run through all the smart things we have to say. Yeah, I, I actually think I've gotten dumber in the last decade. <laughs> I I can confirm that. You do seem like you're getting dumber every day. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, thank you for confirming. I'm not, look, I said it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, so you can't for be once, mad at you're me. You're not arguing with me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think the maybe the one thing that's changed since then is I presume, Tim, you've learned that Santa Claus is not real. Ah, oh, Jesus, Tom. Do we need to put a disclaimer up top? <laughs> um, I don't look. Don't listen to this around your kids. It it's got that uh that uh parental warning on it, right? I know, but usually that's just because you you know say the f bomb a few times. Yeah. Well, you get all oh old Tommy gets all whiskey drunk and starts throwing around f bombs. Well, we're we're recording this during the day, so I'm just enjoying a Coca Cola Zero Sugar. Ooh. But uh, uh, I I think look what is it in a holiday themed can? It is in a is holiday themed can. It's great. It oh nice yeah. The, the Coca Cola hey, always no tastes complaints. better in holiday themed cans and bottles. I agree. Maybe I'll get a Coca Cola during the break time. <laughs> Are, I got hey you're Tom. You're not in allowed out of that basement. Tom, there's a fridge down here. What? Yeah. Wow. And I've been saving up uh I mean there's one Coca Cola in the <laughs> fridge. So I think I might I might break it out at the break. Break I, it out. I had to go buy uh, a Coca Cola the other day for two reasons. One was uh the night before I had watched uh uh, FIFA documentary. There's like a mm. FIFA documentary on Netflix. It's too long and boring, in my opinion, to watch the whole thing. Is it one of those like uh, this should have been a documentary, but instead it's a six part docu series? Yeah, kind of. Like with this, it's like I kind of get that they needed to make it longer because it, it, there's so much and it's so complicated. But at the same time, it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have. Who wants to watch boring things? Yeah, I would have appreciated like just kind of whittling it down. Well, and honestly, that's the kind of thing where I bet I could just search on YouTube and there's like a 20 minute thing somebody made that succinctly dis- explains everything going on with FIFA. Yeah. But anyway, they they talk in the documentary how uh, like the first big sponsor that FIFA got was uh, Coca Cola. And basically that kind of great like, organizations coming that, together that like kind of set up their uh, their thirst for corruption. 
<laughs> That's fair. They learned it from Coca-Cola. Yeah, I think it was like, you know, they, they signed the deal, they shook hands, and Coca-Cola was like, by the way, if you guys want to uh, be, you know, just like a very evil, corrupt company, uh, we can offer some pointers. That's That <laughs> comes with uh, any sponsorship we offer. Oh, wow, yeah, that's... Uh... Nice so, little kicker there. So I had listened to that, and then uh, uh, reading uh, the Forrest Gump book for Books of the Podcast, he talks about getting a Coca-Cola this one time. It's like, damn, that does sound pretty nice. Oh, yeah, you're breaking your rule. You're supposed to have no soda in the house. I know. I'm breaking my own rule, Tim. Hey, if FIFA, well, can, the break, holidays, if FIFA can break the rules that they came up with, so can I. Yeah, and if Coca Cola can you, help both of us, you're always comparing yourself to FIFA and uh, well, using FIFA's corruption to justify your, you know, irresponsible behavior. I I, I like to let uh, large international sporting uh, agencies or, or organizations kind of dictate my morals. <laughs> I can't think of a a more sound strategy, Tom. Um. Tom, let's get back to Santa Claus. So, look. uh, You said that like we've got him on the other line. (laughs) I wish, Tom. Tom, I don't (laughs) care what anyone says. Santa's a good guy. (laughs) Who says he's not a good guy? There's there's some rumblings out there. I mean, the Grinch is doing everything he can to tarnish uh, Santa Claus's good name. Uh, I forgot. I shouldn't have even brought up the Grinch because you get mad because like the Grinch got redeemed by the end of the movie, right? No, I'm not. uh, And you don't like when the Grinch, you know, is still out there being mean. No, no, no. I'm just confused about what we're trying to, what we think about the Grinch now. If we're supposed to Um, have forgiven him or not. Yeah, and if he's and then, back like, every to his old year, ways. we're supposed to be mad at him again, <laughs> and then like uh, then we get to watch his redemption story, yeah. and then be like, okay, now the Grinch is a good guy in my book. Yeah, how but... many times is that going to play out? Right, but before you know, uh, we're the fools to keep forgiving this guy. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's not doing it every. I guess it just happened once. Is the gr- is mentally. the Grinch a guy? Is he a man? The Grinch is a like, Grinch. Yeah. Are there other Grinches then, or is he like the last of his kind? Because that makes it even sadder. Yeah, to, I don't know. You'll have to watch the uh, Jim Carrey movie from 2000. <laughs> I think maybe, that, that goes into a lot of the backstory. Maybe he's the last of his why kind. Why he's been traumatized. and He's the last of his yeah. kind, and all these other people, they've been eating Grinch for Christmas dinner every year. They've been eating roast beast, Tom. Yeah, get it right. Um. Yeah, Santa, uh, people are just like, oh, how does he do all this stuff? Why does he leave? <laughs> <But cold?"> you know, <laughs> People aren't like that, Tim. Children are like that. I think most people aren't. <laughs> are children not people? Do you, like, are you just watching, like, contrarian <laughs> stuff all day? Yeah, man, I, this basement <laughs> is, the, the, the YouTube algorithm and, and my isolation it's really, uh, it's really done r- weird things to my media consumption. Yeah, you're being radicalized against Santa. Yeah, no, I'm fighting back though. Oh, okay. You're 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 woke uh, when it comes to Santa. Well, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. Tom. Y- y- what? I don't want to raise the ire of Tim <laughs> Allen here. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a story earlier today about uh, uh, Tim Allen. He's got some new. Uh, series on Disney Plus about Santa Claus. 
Yes. The Santa Claus is. Yeah. And uh, I guess in like a commercial for it or something, he's like, uh, the you can't say happy Merry Christmas anymore. Yeah. It's like you, you can. Yeah. Everybody yeah. has been. Keep, keep the culture wars out of uh, the Santa Claus. Yeah. I mean, who really cares? I don't, <laughs> I don't care what they do on the, on the Santa Claus. Um, uh, Tom, mm-hmm. where do you fall on? Uh, you're being sus- suspiciously silent about Santa Claus and whether he's a good guy or not. Hey, he's a good guy. He's giving out, you know, presents, and all he asks for in return is right. uh, some milk that's been left out all night and some uh, stale cookies. Yeah, I don't think he's even asking for that. I yeah. think we take that upon himself. He's just asking the, the, the girls and boys, all the kids, all the children of the world. To be nice. To try not to be naughty. Right. And even if you're naughty, he'll give you uh, some coal. And considering the the, pri- the heating prices nowadays, that wouldn't be such a bad gift to get. Hey, you're telling me. Yeah. I'm encouraging my son to be naughty. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna use coal to heat our New York City <laughs> yeah, apartment. Yeah, homes. we're we're freezing over here. Please <laughs> do some more pranks at school. We, we've got a we've got a, a nice little coal corner where we yeah. light our coal to warm our apartment yeah, every night. I need you to. Uh, what I need you to do is go put a tack on your teacher's chair. <laughs> that'll that'll get you a nice big lump. Yeah, pull that girl's pigtails. Yeah. It will be warm and toasty all night. Exactly. With, with this kind of bad behavior. Um, To that end, Tom, mm-hmm. all right. Disclaimer, if you haven't stopped listening uh, <laughs> and there's a child in the car, I assume everybody listens in the car. They they did this like uh, podcast, um, I don't know, survey or whatever. Uh-huh. And like the headlines of it was like, extra, extra. People tend to listen to podcasts <laughs> through headphones more than on a radio with their family. Extra, I, yeah, I extra. Think I, I think I saw that. And it was like, like uh, the places people listen to podcasts, sometimes their car, sometimes when they're walking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sometimes when they're doing other things. Yeah, what they don't do is sit down with their grandparents and put on a podcast and all sit silently and listen to it. Thanks for the insight. I've now I've said to you that sometimes I'll listen to an audiobook just like sitting on my couch and and I think you said you think that's like a crazy thing to do. I do. What do you do with what do you look at? I close my eyes. And I uh, well, don't you fall asleep? I let my imagination paint a beautiful uh, world with words. See, if I got nothing else to do, I'm just gonna read a book because, like, uh, otherwise, yeah. my eyes are gonna get a little bored. Yeah, yeah. The, the after a while, the eyes are like, oh, come on, give us something to look at here. Yeah, and then it all inevitably they turn to the pack of erotic playing cards you got <laughs> me that one time. You still have those. Yeah, I still got them, Tom. <laughs> Teaching my son how to play poker with them. <laughs> exactly. Thanks. Uh, By the way, best Christmas gift I've ever gotten, but the 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 erotic playing cards were they that yeah. erotic? I think they were more just uh, uh, titillating. Yeah, naughty. Naughty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if Santa, Santa knew w- about Tom, him, you would Santa would not approve. No. Okay. 
So do you think uh, Santa in uh, kind of the grand scheme of society? The Grinch scheme. Um, do you think, that, what are you talking about? <laughs> that, that wasn't a pun. That made no sense. Um, he had a scheme. It was to everybody's Christmas stuff. Do you think it's a good thing for us to be like, hey, this this old man is watching you and you'll get rewarded um, mm-hmm. if you're good? I don't, you know, I don't know. I I think it's fine because I, I uh, don't think many, like, parents threaten that hard with Santa Claus. You know what I mean? I think some do. Yeah, I'm sure some. Uh, you know, there are some parents that... Uh, abuse their children there's always yeah tom you know these uh bad parents (laughs) there's always going to be bad parents and and a parent using santa as like a a a cudgel to get their kid to be good if santa wasn't around they'd come up with something else that's true if santa devil yeah if it wasn't santa it'd be the boogeyman if it wasn't the boogeyman it'd be the devil right um so i think it's god God, I think as long as you aren't uh, like using it every day to threaten your kids, because also like I remember in the summer, you know, or whatever, somebody, you know, being bad and maybe my mom being like, oh, if you're not good, you know, Santa won't get you anything. And and I thought to myself, that old shit isn't going to remember by the time Christmas runs around. Yeah. Meaning Santa Claus, not my mom. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no that that old shit always remembers believe me <laughs> although i guess you know in hindsight it's like oh yeah that was who i was talking about yeah um who i, I, know. Who I, I know figured wouldn't remember yeah i remember somebody at some point it was third grade mm-hmm. um was uh replacing the old jingle bells batman smells yeah. with uh jingle bell santa smells <laughs> And to me, I was like, "This is a bridge too far." Uh, <laughs> and also, this was this was during the Christmas season. This, this is was like borderline blasphemous. <laughs> really, like I did feel like I don't think we should be. I don't think I should be hearing this. Yeah. Um, if, if the if the uh, that jolly old fat guy hears this, we're all going to be screwed this Christmas. Yeah. Um. So I I got the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. Good. You're smart too. You told Honor. <laughs> I think I probably did. <laughs> Sent a letter to Santa Claus. Well, Santa, I got one more for the naughty list for you this year. <laughs> yeah, I turned narc, and that's how I got so many presents every year. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Better Help. Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly, you're yeah. just walking around. You want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, but... you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're we're big uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we 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 think it's uh, 
something anyone can uh, can benefit from. It's not just uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, Tim. We, right. we, we took a short break. You, uh, you, you went and got yourself that can of Coke you've been lusting after all episode. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. It's delicious and refreshing, and it says it right on the can, Tom. Well, <laughs> that can sounds like it speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking about whether or not it's bad to, to tell kids uh, about Santa Claus, uh, or mm-hmm. I guess if it's bad to lie about his existence, right? <clears throat> right. And I was reading on uh, Wikipedia, they have a, a, a little thing kind of at the bottom about this, and it says, most children do not remain angry or embarrassed about the deception for very long. And this right. guy, uh, this guy John Condry of Cornell University, he interviewed 500 kids about it. Not a single one was angry at their parents for telling them Stan was real. Uh, the most common response to finding out the truth was that they felt older and more mature. They now knew something yeah. that younger kids did not. Yeah, so like it's like, hey, lord this over everybody else. Yeah. Uh, and, but then there was. Don't a, you feel like a big man now, Johnny? <laughs> there is another. Uh, uh, study though where uh this one said some children have reacted strongly including rejecting the family's religious beliefs on the grounds that if the parents lied about the unprovable existence of santa claus then they might lie about the existence of god as well that that happened to me tom oh really that's how i lost my faith (laughs) i was gonna say you know I don't know if a, if a kid thinks that maybe they're on to something. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe they're starting to figure it out that like uh you know, hey, they they, they said Santa exists and they said Yeah, God no no, exists. this is the Yeah, this is the one thing that they're all <laughs> Yeah. and like they, and, you know, and, and there's there's even less proof of God existing than Santa existing, but trust <laughs> us on this one. Yeah, exactly. God doesn't uh, take God a bite d- out of that cookie every year. <laughs> exactly. God doesn't leave a plate of crumbs for you at night. Yeah, God's reindeer didn't take a bite out of that carrot. Yeah, or take a big dump in your living room. <laughs> Did Rudolph take a dump in your living room? Is that <laughs> Was that part of it for you No, guys? but I think, like, look, if you've got a kid, you know, I, I don't know how old kids are when they figure this stuff out. But if you've got a kid, you know, maybe a little bit on the older uh, end of things and, mm-hmm. you know, their 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 faith is starting to waver. Find find a big pile of reindeer shit and leave that. Yeah. And then they'll think mm-hmm. like and be like and then in the morning be like real mad about it. Like be mad at Santa. 
be like, oh, that <laughs> fucking asshole. Like, I'm sorry, kids. Excuse my language, but I'm just so mad that he didn't take his right. reindeer outside. Be so mad that the the children have no no choice other than to believe. Get into like a fight with your spouse about it. Right. Like, storm out on Christmas Day, like just disappear for a few hours, be like, I'm going to blow off some steam. Come, Come back, back hammered. Come back hammered, reeking of alcohol. Be like, Nobody cleaned up this reindeer shit yet. Right. And then be like, that's this is a, it. This is a good way to keep the magic alive. The magic <laughs> of Christmas. Exactly. Because that kid's going to be like, look, I saw how mad my dad was at Santa Claus. There's no way he doesn't exist. I mean, it seems like a dad like that um, is probably flying off the handle quite frequently. <laughs> like, look, look, there's no. I, this I doesn't saw, seem like extreme outlier behavior for him. I saw how mad he was. There's no way Santa Claus doesn't exist, because if he doesn't exist, then I guess my dad is just crazy. <laughs> and I refuse to believe that. Yeah. No, that's the most unbelievable thing. Yeah. I guess you kind of lucked out, because you got, uh, like, your your kid was born late into the year, so you're mm-hmm. on Christmas 2 with him, and, uh, yeah. you know, he, he, does, and he still he has, doesn't, like, he he's won't got no clue. remember this one. Yeah. Yeah. He probably doesn't even. Re- he probably uh, is probably still scared of Santa Claus. He doesn't. I don't think he's even he, seen a Santa Claus. I don't know that he's like seen like a picture of Santa Claus. <laughs> How often do you show him pictures of things? Pretty often, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I guess books are kind yeah, of. Yeah, we read him books, books constantly, and he's got these cards that like have have pictures, pictures of, of things. things. Yeah, yeah, you know. We want him to be aware of what things are, and you know. Yeah. Well, I think it, I just said I just throw a rattle into a into a crib. And, yeah, kind and, of. Uh, well, I guess yeah, I'll guess you'll have to what it is. you'll have to uh, at some point make your way down to the baby photograph store and pick up a photograph of Santa to show him. <laughs> Tom, it's 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 not that specialized, but like you'll see. Tom, what do you mean it's not? It it has to be specialized, or else he's yeah. You have to get that. There's uh, not there's not a specific store where you can buy photographs. <laughs> yeah, of but for babies, it needs it's to be like, like on the cardboard because yeah, he probably likes to chew it. Tom, you and your girlfriend mm-hmm. bought us a bought him a big uh, for his birthday. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. You'll get a, a a thank you note soon from uh, him. We'll pre- from him, yeah. We'll I pretend wanted. to sign his name and everything. Um. Yeah, we'll make one of the letters backwards. <laughs> um, Be like, wow, he's pretty, one of those... I mean, for one years old, pretty good. <laughs> you bought him one of those Richard Scary books, which yeah. on every page is just a bunch of stuff and then the word there. So, like, you're mocking me yeah. for showing him pictures of stuff. You're participating in it, Tom. Well, You're, you're part of it. I, I was trying to traumatize him. I thought that was a scary book. Thank you, thank you for trying to traumatize my son. Well, you know, I got that handled. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kids need a little bit of fear in them, Tim. How, how does he expect him to be a good boy? Uh, I mean, yeah, the whole Santa thing. So, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, I don't think has a, have any sense of Santa, which is a little bit of a bummer because, like. Look, do I want him to be one of these kids that's like all Santa all the time? <laughs> right, he's sixteen years old. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, he's yeah, coming. Nah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like Urkel. There was a there was an episode of uh, Family Matters where Urkel <laughs> was big into Santa, and they're like Urkel, but like he was also like part of the TGIF lineup. So yeah. I've been watching a lot of uh, YouTube TGIF. videos about sitcoms. <laughs> well, um, but let me ask you this, Tim: If by the end of the episode was there some kind of proof that maybe Santa is real, uh, and everybody you know, kind of had it to... wasn't. Eat their words. It wasn't a hundred percent. It it left everybody going. Hmm. Could it? Could, Could it, it be? Is is Stephen Urkel right? Nah. I I'd like a more uh, Family Matters episodes to end with everybody thinking is Stephen Urkel right? <laughs> I mean, and if he's more right more, about, I think that happened. If he's right about this, what else is he right about? Right. Maybe. I mean, he's right about a lot of things. He's he's uh, very gifted in robotics. Very gifted. I mean, you know, the, the the scientific world's still trying to catch up with the stuff he was doing in the 90s. Yeah. And like that machine that coolifies you. <laughs> right. There are a lot of uh, uh, Theranos-esque startups still working on that technology. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway, what were you going to say? Oh, I was reading about, uh, you know that song, uh, uh, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Yeah, I was going to bring that up um, when you were going on your, when you uh, proposed your plan Mm -hmm. um, to traumatize your uh, child by uh, (laughs) putting reindeer shit in uh, your living room. But yeah, go on. Um, I was reading, yeah, everybody knows that song. Uh, but I was reading uh, the Wikipedia on that. There were some interesting things that I did not know about, uh, including that there was a less successful version of the song released in 1952 by Spike Jones. Okay. Not the Spike Jones you're thinking of. This is no a... I, the the Spike Jones who did like uh, wacky music. Yes. Uh, he was an American, according to, uh, Wikipedia, an American musician and band leader specializing in spoof arrangements of popular songs and classical music. Ballads receiving the Jones treatment were punctuated with gunshots, whistles, cowbells, hiccups, burps, and outlandish and comedic vocals. I'm... It surprises me to know that you to to learn that you don't know about Spike yeah. Jones. He'd be right up your alley. Tommy. I mean, it's, this it's sounds like, a like freaking cartoon music. <laughs> this is my favorite type of music: music with gunshots <laughs> and whistles and hiccups. I I didn't know that there were people out there specializing in just that. Uh, but yeah. but uh, he did the uh, uh, well. This this version uh, had vocals by. Uh, George Rock and the little boy v- voice used in Spike's hit "All I Want for Christmas Is My Two Front Teeth." Ah, uh, that's a good one. He's got but, a little lisp. But then uh, Jones also recorded a parody for his personal pleasure titled "I Saw Mommy Screwing Santa Claus." What? Just for his personal pleasure, Tim. <laughs> Just for him to listen to on Christmas Eve <laughs> Just all for alone. Him to listen to and. Beat off alone in his. Uh... Look at those erotic <laughs> playing cards he got. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 just try and give me some coal, Santa. Yeah. I, I got the goods on you, Tom. So, do you know the premise of <laughs> "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus"? He wrote. He wrote a a, a, a screenplay about him seeing mommy <laughs> screwing Santa Claus and arranged to meet Santa Claus in a. Uh, in the basement of a parking garage to sell it to him. 
But he didn't know Santa Claus got the FBI involved. The Spike Jones did this. Yeah, yeah. This all, yeah. Wow, I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware of this. Well, part on, of his on Santa Claus, it's not all gunshots and burps over music. On but. Santa Claus's show that night, he talked about it. Anyway, what were you saying? Do you know the premise behind uh, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus? Yeah, but I'd like to know more about the premise behind I Saw Mommy Screwing Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah right. Well, it's it's essentially the same thing, Tom. Well, you don't know, but... Tim. He only made this for his personal pleasure. All the lyrics could be different. <laughs> Tom, the thing is, it, mm-hmm. this is this is the secret of Santa Claus mm-hmm. hiding out right in plain sight. Mm, right the, the gray kids man. are singing kids are singing i saw mommy kissing santa claus they don't realize like th- the point of that song is like yeah it's it's the kid's dad right the mom but, isn't cheating on the dad you don't have to worry about some sort of cuckold situation within <laughs> your within your family yeah uh yeah well they have that in the wikipedia uh boyd's record was that's the the original guy who did the song uh it was condemned by the roman he did the boring version of yeah song. without any uh burps and hiccups uh, screwing <laughs> boyd's record was condemned by the roman catholic church in boston when it was relief release believing that it described an adulterous encounter boyd was photographed meeting with the archdiocese to explain the song after the meeting the ban was lifted what a bunch of morons (laughs) the roman catholic church (laughs) missing the point of something yeah uh and i feel like uh you saying they're out of touch yeah if i were them i wouldn't have lifted the ban because the ban lifting the ban just you know, really hits home that they had no, they didn't understand what this song was about, and they'd be like, "Oh, yeah. okay, all right, all right, never mind." Um, <laughs> that's very funny that they they summoned uh, <laughs> the the writer of the song. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Also, honestly. What's the church getting involved with Santa Claus for? I think this is a broader kind of like the church's war on Santa. Yeah. Well, talk they... about a war on Christmas. Yeah. We don't we don't often talk about this aspect of it. Well, Tim, I mean, I had in my in my list of potential topics today Jesus Christ and you didn't you weren't interested in in doing an episode about him. It's it's a long holiday month, Tom. We have a lot of more <laughs> a lot more topics to cover. Uh, but yeah, uh, understandably, the the church uh, doesn't really like Santa Claus because uh, he takes the attention away. He's competition. Hey, who are you gonna who are you gonna uh, tithe to? Yeah, some uh, some you know stodgy old bishop or mm-hmm. a, a a joyful man with a bowl full with a belly like a bowl full of jelly. Who do you think the church? thinks is their bigger uh enemy the the, the devil or santa claus because santa too, claus hey. he's he's kind of like a, he's playing the long game you know yeah two sides of the same coin tom <laughs> i think they'd uh, they'd argue <laughs> they'd I argue hey you pull, you pull down that beard maybe there's a there's a there's a uh you know, a smaller pointy <laughs> black beard under that big white beard <laughs> right that could be what it's hiding those, they both have red faces. Yeah, and those those big boots could be hiding uh, goat's hooves. It's true. 
Yeah. Yeah, maybe those aren't uh reindeers clomping around on the on the roof. Oh yeah. Yeah, and reindeer tracks and reindeer shit. It could be the devil's shit. Yeah. Uh, piled up in your home. <laughs> the devil took a shit in our <laughs> living room again. I'm going out. I mean, honestly, look, if you got if the devil's in your life uh messing around, you know, that's really not that bad. You can clean that up, take care of it. There's there's a lot worse things the devil could do. Yeah. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. can I present my list of uh, the top five Santas <laughs> okay. in popular culture? Oh, I, I thought there was just one Santa. Tom, is this going to be like a, just a sad list of different mall Santas that I don't know? No, uh, Tom. Did you like going to see Santa at the mall? Did you ever do that as a kid? I yeah, I did do it as a kid, and I don't remember ever liking it. Yeah, because it was just um, it was waiting in a line, and as a kid, you hate waiting in lines. Like sometimes you're waiting in line because you're at like an amusement park, and you're like, "This, I hate this," but at least I get to like go get uh, thrills, yeah, chills. But at the end of this, you get put on uh you know some weird guy's lap and maybe you get a candy cane when you're done with it yeah and the fabric always felt weird that his clothes were made out of yeah uh and, and yeah, like I, uh yeah fake beard's bad but like a real beard is worse yeah because it's just like man, this is this is your life huh <laughs> it's your real life um <laughs> I did like the um, the mall around Christmas time. Yes, and, they and I don't de- think I would it. nowadays. No. Yeah, like with the Christmas music and stuff. You know what? It's just that people uh, people at the mall mm-hmm. uh, are not good people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spe- controversial, Tom. No, I mean especially around Christmas time. Like uh, you know, every everybody's got a short fuse. Everybody's on edge. It's crowded. People are trying to get shit done. You know, they're spending a lot of money that, you know, maybe they don't want to be spending. So they're angry about that. Yeah, it's not it's not like it used to be, Tom. Magical. Yeah. Okay. The mall was ever magical, but sure. Number five. Uh, Yeah, uh, I forgot. List of Santas. Uh, Here he is. Uh, You know him. You love to hate him. Bad Santa. The oh, bad, bad Santa. The bad Santa. Okay, yeah. 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 And now his number, this is the top five. This isn't just like, a, uh, you know, we're going from the worst Santa you could have to the best Santa you could have. This is, no, this is a top five. I think the, the bad Santa is still, still pretty like, good. Much like the Grinch, Tom. He's got a heart of gold. I think he helped out a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds. About All I right. remember from Bad Santa is that uh, at uh, at like family Christmas party, my uncle was all pissed off. He's like, <laughs> "Why do they? You know, this is in like 2003 or whatever <laughs> when the movie came out. Why do they like, have to make a Bad Santa? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, he was he was complaining about that, but also like they were running a lot of uh, a lot commercials. of commercials on TV like during like sporting events. He's like, yeah. "Why, you know, six year olds have to see this?" Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not. I have to take my six-year-old to, to this R-rated movie. <laughs> yeah, he misunderstood. You don't have to see Bad Santa. Yeah, but 
those commercials, I mean, you're essentially powerless against them. Well, you watch that commercial, you essentially have to go see it. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> I recently watched uh, over Thanksgiving that movie, uh, The Gray Man. Uh huh. Which is why I alluded to it's the about idea. Some sort of gray man. <laughs> uh, but uh, Billy Bob Thornton's in that. Yeah. And uh, he's a weird looking guy nowadays. He was a weird looking guy when he was the bad Santa. Yeah. And like in this movie, I'm just waiting for like somebody to explain why, you know, he's a weird looking guy. It never got no, explained just, in the movie. They just yeah, played just it like, it uh, you know, we should all think this is a normal looking man. Yeah. Number four, Tom. Best <laughs> uh, Santa Claus is uh, Scott Calvin. Who's that? Tom? Uh, you ever hear of a film series called The Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I've heard of a TV series, but. Uh, I'll, He's. Uh, I'm afraid he's it might be too Santa. woke. He, yeah, he's a new Santa on 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 the town, but guess mm-hmm. what? He's not woke. He's quite the opposite. Right. He's got no tolerance for anything other than power tools, right? And going ar 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 and souping up a hot rod. He he's so uh, masculine. He killed Santa Claus. Yeah, with a shovel. With a shovel, and then he he took his identity. Yeah, cut off his head. And all of his stuff, and yeah, cut off his head to put it on a pike outside where the elves live. Just yeah, to give him a, a warning reminder. To, yeah. Tom, number mm-hmm. three. That delightful, dead-eyed <laughs> Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. <laughs> Does he play Santa in the Polar Express, too? Tom, I got news for you. He plays freaking everything in the Polar Express. Does he play the Except little boy? Except for like uh, one guy. He plays the little boy, indeed. Wow. He does, Tom. All through the magic of motion capture. Yeah, I would. I would like to see that movie without the the motion. Just you know, Tom Hanks in like uh, one of those uh, tight suits with. Uh, I pink, think you. Ping can, pong I think balls. you essentially can in special <laughs> features. Oh, okay. I'll get you the the Blu-ray for Christmas, Tom. Damn, that's all I want. You can watch it with your family. I'm surprised um, that's a movie that they haven't gone back and uh, fixed all those eyes. Yeah, those eyes really uh, really ruin it. I mean, it's a terrible movie. Is it? Um, well, any of those movies where they're trying to make like a feature length thing out of like a you know short picture book. Yeah. And they sing a song about hot chocolate. It's like hot uh, chocolate. Who, who wants hot chocolate? Yeah, it's kind of like that. And like Tom Hanks sings it, but he. Because he's the only guy in the movie, um, <laughs> but he doesn't really sing because he's Tom Hanks, right? So he yeah, just goes he... like, "Who wants hot chocolate? Chocolate, hot, hot, hot chocolate!" Like he doesn't even like. There's no like notes to it. Yeah. Does he? Okay. Does he play the train? He plays the train. Yeah. Wow. Um. He is a versatile yeah. actor. He's really good as the as the train, Tom. Oh, that, okay. that, that's the only believable. I think character. that's why it remains beloved. Yeah. Uh, number two, the best Santa Claus is, this one's a little bit of an unconventional choice. <laughs> no. Fred Claus. Who's, who's Fred Claus? Uh, Fred Claus himself, uh, Mr. Vince Vaughn. Oh, uh, wasn't he Santa Claus's brother or something? Yeah, but you gotta assume by the end of the movie he, like, became Santa Claus, right? Or, like, Santa Claus is, like... 
right hand man or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's enough time to watch the movie uh, right this second to figure it out. That movie cost a yeah. hundred million dollars to make. Yeah, they had to cast Santa Claus in it. <laughs> uh, well, it sounds like by the end of the movie, he uh, the spoilers for Fred Claus, the the two thousand five uh, Vince Vaughn vehicle. Five. Wow. Uh, he disguises himself as Santa at the end and, uh, mm-hmm. he, he gives some kid a dog and then he goes back to the North pole. Uh, wh- Oh, wow. While Willie finally starts a relationship with the tall elf, Charlene, mm-hmm. Fred and Nick make amends. Santa hires North cut. I don't know who that is to work at the North pole. Yeah, I mean, you haven't seen the movie yet. Oh, Fred reconciles with Wanda and takes her to Paris. Ooh. Wow. What is this, uh, uh, Fred Claus or a sequel to Forget Paris? (laughs) Uh, This actually sounds pretty funny. I guess at one point in the movie, there's a siblings anonymous meeting that Fred attends. And guess guess what siblings are there? Uh... Charles Manson's siblings. <laughs> no. Did did Chuck have any uh, brothers and sisters? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, well, let that be a lesson, uh, you know, about uh, only children. Yeah, keep an eye on them or else they'll grow up to become Charles Manson. Yeah. Uh, the brothers at the Siblings Anonymous meeting were Stephen Baldwin. Oh, I see. Frank Stallone. Uh, that's a good one. And Roger Clinton Jr. Who Roger Clinton? You don't hear much about him. <laughs> no, and not not since 2005's uh, Fred Claus. Yeah, it's 2007, Tom. Two- I, don't, that, I don't know. Uh... Maybe 2005 was when it got greenlit. It was announced in 2005. I apologize. Yeah, and then it took up two full years <laughs> to deliver. Well, on that, that I mean, promise. it costs a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Your favorite actor, Kevin Spacey's in it. Um, I, I mean, he's got whatever happened chops, to him. So. Why don't they put him in things anymore? I mean, they're starting to again. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. Uh, uh, Ludacris was in this. Yeah. All right, Tom. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Why, uh huh. Why, you know, research Fred Claus on your own time. The rest <laughs> of us already have been doing it for the last fifteen years. <clears throat> um, number one, Santa Claus in uh film and tv and pop culture and the mall and the mall santa claus from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer oh yeah he's a good santa claus he's a good santa claus i like how he walks around he just kind of like uh like he just kind of like uh hovers around like putters (laughs) around a little bit he's always he's got like a big belly so he's got to like lean back a lot if i recall yeah he kind of like waddles yeah, and uh, he's he's you know there's no edge to him. I don't like it. You know, I know I put him number five on the list, but does every Santa need to be bad these days? <laughs> well, the uh, the Santa and Fred Claus was played by Paul Giamatti, so yeah, yeah. I'm sh- I'm a sh- I'm sure he was like a real grumpy like, oh boy, oh god, oh look what Fred's done this time. Yeah. Well, uh. 
that's why uh, it's all the more satisfying when Fred Claus becomes Santa Claus at the end of that movie. <laughs> Again, I don't think that's actually what happens. I think it's just... He, yeah, you admit you haven't seen the film. He and Santa make up. I now I want to watch this movie because now I have a lot of questions about like. Yeah, his... you're a Vince, big Vince Vaughn guy. Vince Vaughn and uh, Kevin Spacey in the same movie, Tom. Well, must really be. Vince Vaughn hasn't been. I, I don't think you should. It's fair to lump him in with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> um, Vince Vince Vaughn made you know swingers and made and all that stuff, which you know, yeah, that's pretty cringy, but uh, not Kevin, not not Kevin Spacey level of cringe, right? No, okay. what I, I'm saying, I want to watch this movie because now I have a lot of questions about like, is Fred Claus um immortal like Santa? Do they ask yeah. these questions? You know, is Santa immortal? Tom? Yeah, I think that's a question for Scott Calvin, right? Wow. The uh, the the first letter of the plot here, as a child, Fred Claus grew up in the shadow of his younger brother. Younger brother, Nick. Due to Nick's selflessness wow. and goodwill, he became a saint, which gave him and his family immortality. Oh, wow. That's a pretty good, uh, you know, uh, perk that your family also gets immortality. Yeah, you should work, uh, I mean, I guess someone else in your family will have to be sainted because uh, the ship sailed on you, pal. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, Fred Claus, here, he, he got the, the good end of the stick because it sounds like he, he doesn't have any responsibility. He just gets to, you know, dick around, do whatever he wants and still gets right. to be immortal. Yeah. Uh, well, hey. He spends all of his time uh, robbing banks and getting uh, uh, turned into sw- Swiss cheese with the machine guns, but uh, he keeps he he's immortal. He just keeps he regenerates. You think he's immortal? What, just... <laughs> and do you think that means his skin's bulletproof or he can regenerate? I think it might just mean that he doesn't technically die, so he might just be in a, a like coma, a horrible or eternity. State. Yeah. You know, yeah. just just like a, a pile of flesh that's still, you know, and it, it there's a little mouth in it going, kill me, yeah. please. And there's a room at the hospital and like the doctors bring people in. That poor fuck, Santa Claus's brother. <laughs> if you like the show, you can find out more at TCGTE. You can find all our social media links there or our discord our subreddit you can follow me on twitter and instagram at tom reynolds follow me at your pal tim and uh check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books the podcast where we are neck deep in gump somebody wash this gump off me (laughs) uh we're reading the book forrest gump uh and you can get uh that those episodes all the past episodes a whole bunch of stuff patreon.com slash complete guide um hey great plugs tom hey santa you got anything you want to plug oh Oh, i'd just like to point out that christmas is coming up this year december 25th (laughs) uh typical santa always wanted to plug christmas yeah i mean that's his that's his uh it's bread and butter yeah learn a new tune santa Jeez, enough already. We get it. 
oh, we'll see who's laughing when I'm screwing your mommy. <laughs> well, that that's too far, Santa. I mean, that that song was only meant for personal enjoyment. It was not meant to, meant to get out. It was for personal pleasure. <laughs> I think you gotta imagine uh, Spike Jones sent a copy up to the to the to North the North Pole. Pole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, like I said, it was uh, you know it was an extortion scheme. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any any uh, closing thoughts about Santa Claus, Tim? Um, no. Okay. Do you ever That's write? It. I think ever, he's a good guy. Did you ever write letters to him as a kid? Yeah, I wrote letters to him. Maybe next week can be letters to Santa. <laughs> okay, then you'll go find Maybe all those. Day, did you ever? Did you ever uh, write letters to Santa? Yeah, in fact, that's how I found out Santa was fake. Oh, jeez. All right, maybe we'll save this for next week. <laughs> all right. What a what a beautiful tease. Mm. Hey, I'm, that's sure, what, I'm uh, sure I Santa <laughs> said about your mom, though. I'm sure it, I told this story like last week on the show. <laughs> Whatever. I'll tell it again. All right. Well, hey, boys and girls, uh, don't be naughty. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get that coal. And remember, we were just joking. Santa is real. And he loves you very much. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.